Alright everybody, welcome to another episode of Max and Howard Drink Beer. I am Max. I am Howard. Howard, we've got a few, uh, I guess, leftovers, you want to call them? Yeah, you know, that's what we're doing, and uh, folks, Max and I have been drinking since, you know, uh, earlier today. I think it was about honest. noon o'clock. Uh, I started earlier. I ran out of milk today, so I tried a new beer, a, a milk stout, because I ran out of milk, so I had one of those, and that tasted like a Guinness. Oh, there you, you go. Know. Yeah, it was it was good. But we've been just we, we went to lunch today with a, a a friend of ours, Damon, not Damien. We went with Damon. Right, not to be confused with Damien. That's right. Who is over at the airport? We know you're working hard. Well, yeah, uh, right. And we know the rest of the guys are not. That's uh, right. So you keep up the hard work, keeping all the snow off it in the middle of July. But uh, yeah, so we're pretty wasted, and we really need to get after it. So we just kind of came down with whatever we had, and uh, I'm really uh, finishing off the uh, upper hand stuff. You know that Uper Ale, and it was uh, it's just really refreshing, yeah, good stuff. I'm, so I'm taking on a uh, Steve Saladin yes. classic, which yep. is one of our buddies from the Gun Club. He shot there, he worked there, he did everything there. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, I've got the LeBlatt's Blue. Yeah. I don't know if there's a red, I don't know if there's a green. I know nothing about this beer. But it is a Canadian Pilsner. Yeah. No, it's basically your Canadian bud. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you can't argue with it. I drank most of the six-pack. Yeah, and you drank about five out of six of the six-pack. You know, and that's, so I I'm, think that's number five. I'm only like 15 beers into the day. 14? 14. I think this is number 14. I don't count. So that's that's a problem. Well, when you pay for them, you count count them. Well, that's good. Somebody's got to. I you know. don't count. So today was was a special day. It was my day to buy lunch. That's right. As opposed to last week when I think I also bought lunch because you did something. Yeah, that sounds right too. But we're fair over here. That's right. Well, somebody's got to be. So instead of wasting everybody's time and each paying for something, one of us just picks it up and the next week we trade. And yeah, that's how it should be. For so everybody. don't forget to tip your bartenders. Yeah, knock them right over. Literally. Yeah, tip they're, your like tipping cows. They are so much easier than yeah. cows to tip over. Yes, that is true. Like I'd say twenty times easier. I don't know. I've never tipped a cow. No. Uh, despite growing up in high school where I did, you'd think I would have. Yeah. But I did not. No, I. You can blame Dustin for that. He I, did not take us cow tipping. I was more friends with the uh, pig farmers, more ah. than the cow farmers. And you don't go by pigs because they'll eat your hand. No shit. They will. Yeah. Pigs are cannibals. They eat themselves. You know why? Because they taste so fucking good. Damn right they you do. Know, it's hard to argue with that. So we got into some uh, crazy discussions at uh, the bar with Damon. Not Damien. Yeah. But Damon. Yeah, we got in a couple of different ones. And, uh, you know, it's it's football talk because it's sports. We're in a bar, you know, and, and I don't know anything about anything. And we did we did top five quarterbacks, and I was, you know, just kind of fucking around there. And then they started doing top five running backs. And uh, I don't – is Jordy Nelson a <laughs> running back? Well, and, and no. some interesting one came up. Came up, you know, we agreed about a lot of stuff as quarterbacks go. I think yeah. we agreed on three of them. I, I think we all said Brett Favre, which well, is pretty the, funny. The man, the myth, the legend. Yeah, the no doubt. The dick pick share Brett Favre. That yeah, man no was, 
Fearless. He's my number one. There's no doubt about that. He lived life on the edge. And that's how I live my life. Sending dick pics to everybody. And that, that's how I live my life, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. No, we, we, we came up with some interesting ones. You know, yeah. uh, we actually talked through. Uh, you went Montana. I did. Who was one of the greats to play for Absolutely. San Francisco. And I went his successor, yep. Steve Young. Yep. Because that's that's all fine and dandy if you were one of the greats. But to replace the greats. Sure. You know, Steve Young had huge shoes to fill. And what did he do? He did not disappoint. And and to throw everybody off, he was left handed. Yeah. So when he would roll out, he the whole offense changed. It was everything was opposite for him. And see, my thing with football is I'm like so anything. It's BF. Anything before Favre, <laughs> you know. I don't know anything else than that because you brought up him. You brought up uh, um 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 Bradshaw. You said he was one of your top five quarterbacks. You know, that, like, that dude I don't was know. a beast. He played in the era of football when oh poor baby, you're concussed. Oh well. Get out there and do this fucking play. That's right. That's the way it should be. You know, and he was—he was a part of the, you know, the Steelers when they were fucking unstoppable. Was, was Aaron Hernandez a running back? I uh, sure, if you uh, want him to be. Uh, well, I thought—I thought going into jail he was a tight end, and then coming out he was a wide receiver. No. I—I I don't know. I wasn't there. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I, uh, I wasn't there. All right, so that's that's I, that. The, the, I don't remember. The only thing I know about Aaron Hernandez is you definitely send terrible Valentine's Day cards <laughs> to all of us. All of those poor girls, wherever you are, <laughs> I miss you. I love you. Uh, let's get married. That'd be great. All of you at the same time. Howard can handle I'm, like ten of you at once. Yeah, I can. Uh, uh, what was uh, I can I can convert to more uh, uh, Mormonism. Absolutely, Mormonism. No that's that's right, right? I have no clue. I know nothing about any religion. You don't know whatsoever. anything about Mormonism? I know a lot of things about a lot of things. Yeah, and that's my problem. I don't know anything about anything. See? So we're in the same boat. Uh, yeah, we're definitely in a pirate ship. There's no yeah. doubt. So for those of you at uh, that gun club that we won't mention because... Uh, how do you say it, Howard? What? Uh, no free advertisements. You got that right. And there's no doubt about that. So uh, we spent plenty of time there. And uh, any of you guys who know us, we were running a pirate ship there. No doubt. We went over it and constantly it was. No matter who says it either. That hey, we yeah. were running the show. There's no doubt about These that. These were the rules. This That's is what right. you don't do. Well, why? We're going to do it anyways. Oh, we sure fucking dead. We had the greatest event ever. <laughs> we had a couple of them. Now so, that I think about so it. So my favorite of it was when we would talk events, every every league party, instead of just saying, most people called it a flurry, and it wasn't a flurry because the, all of them weren't up in the air no, at the same time randomly. No, yeah. It was a long bird competition. Yeah. Technically. But we didn't go long bird competition. It was, it was two people... Three targets. And, and uh, we threw them twice. Four four shells. And I think it was oh, five times. Oh, God. Yeah. If, if no, that's going, right. If we're that's right. right. Because we were just counting up when we had retired. And then it was $10. It was, and, but it, it was never, like, in stone which way the $10 was. Or right. it, it depended on, you know, that name that we're not going to name over the air, even though he's listening to us on a Wednesday. 
you right. know because we appreciate all you guys playing it for that, in the in the bar we miss you guys dearly but we never were really sure was it ten dollars for both guys or was it ten dollars per shooter that's where you know it was never set in stone and no matter which way we kind of put it we were always the assholes right you know because we were wrong and if you met, every single time and if you've met either of us we are def most definitely the assholes yeah, well there's no doubt about that but i'll tell you this you, you remember what we called it right i do it was my favorite thing ever i love telling this story we called it Howard's Claybird Genocide Experience. Well, and I'll tell you the story. You laughed. You yep, laughed because you said, fuck all you cocksuckers. We're out of here. We're, I'm not dealing with this I, oh, anymore. Hold on. Hold on. I, I didn't call him a cocksucker at this point. Well, that was yeah, a couple that, of years later. That was later. But I'm saying, figuratively speaking, fuck this. Fuck you. I'm gone. You know, you went. It, it was funny. You went to work up the hill. <laughs> I did. I had a lot of fun up there. <laughs> so that's kind of funny. Sundays with Tom were definitely entertaining. But I was down there and I was doing shit and I was making pretty good dollars for working minimum wage. I was getting tips like crazy because back in the day when I would pull trap, my job would to be to pick up the shells. So if they didn't want to pick up their shells, okay, that's what I'm supposed to do anyway. See ya. And they, they would tip accordingly. I don't care. You know, that's yeah, right. part of my job. And the idea, back in the day, Max, you know, there was a big deal. You know, you had specific colors, you know, specific brands of shells that you wanted to keep on hand so you could kind of exchange those for money because people reloaded their shells. Right. To pay me, the puller who collected all the shells, was cheaper than to go out and buy that box of right. shells. There was a whole different I, world back then. I remember specifically, and you're going to miss this guy as much as I do, uh, Jerry Clayman uh, yeah. used to pay me two bucks per box of empties for double A's or uh, Remington STS's or Nitro's. So the gun club sold them at the time for nine bucks. Mm. A normal box of shells was going for about seven fifty. So I would buy the box from the gun club and he would pay me two dollars for the empties because they were once fires right and he was laughing hysterically when he found out that i was buying the shells from from the club and then just saving the empties for him and getting the two dollars back to make them cheaper than everything else right and it was just like he was i i can't believe you're doing that i thought you were picking them out and I'm, jerry do i look like i'm working that hard the answer was no, never. I don't work hard. And I'm crazy, and I did that. And my dad actually had a whole system, you know. He wanted, oh, God, it was the gold nitros, the green premiers, and those were both Remington. Yep. And he wanted the gray double A's Winchester and the red double A's Winchester and everything else throw it in the fucking garbage. Right. They're worthless. They're you can't do anything with them. So, so uh, they had what, like, big 55-gallon drums like we did, so he just threw you in there for a while and let you go to town? At Bristol, they had a wheelbarrow. Interesting. And they threw it all away because I think back in those days, especially there, because if you're talking big money, you went to Bristol, those guys didn't fuck around. Right. Uh, they kept their own shells. Good luck finding anything, you know? So I think they all got, you know, thrown to the pigs and called a day you well, know? I, I think back in the day everybody did you know but anyways continue about the genocide experience here tell us well, about it 
the I was working my way up the corporate ladder really quickly because everybody kind of didn't want to be there, and I wanted to be there all the time because that's what I was into as a kid. I liked pulling trap. Yeah. I loved the gun club, uh, the, the idea of it, you know. I used to go to the, like I said, Bristol was my dad's hometown uh, gun club, you know. We'd go there, get a can of soda and a bag of candy, and fuck, life was good, you know. They had crispy M&Ms way back then. and Those was, are good. That was the shit, you know. So, I, well, we've told this story many times, and we won't rehash it again because you've all heard that story, but... That's what I saw going into Boxhorn. We yeah. can bring it back to where I loved it as a kid and how other people loved it when they were shooting. And, dude, we did a pretty good job of that. I, I know for a fact we did. The genocide experience was my joke. I would I, I was texting my mom at a time saying, listen, I'm going to run this business someday, and we're going to rename the whole company. It's going to be called Howard's Claybird Genocide Experience. And when you came back, yeah, that was probably what three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine months later. Yeah, I have no clue. Okay, I have no clue when it was. I, I blocked out all that. I was drunk or something. Don't remember any well, of it. And, and you were out rocking. That was what you always told everybody. Yeah. And that wasn't far off from the truth. Well, and, you had and I was shit to do. I was at, at that point. I had left because I I wanted to play music. And they weren't giving me days off. Yeah. I was working 65, 70 hours a week, seven days a week. Well, you you came back, like, right in time for a party or something. You were like, okay, let's do what we normally do. We'll do some type of game that we don't normally do on open days. And, well, we should call it something. Hey, Max, I got the perfect thing to call it. Let me tell you this story. You were like, oh, my God. I love it. Let's do it. Yeah. You know, and that was that, yeah. It was the, the rest of history. It was the perfect name for the unnamed gun club because, like you know, we said, we're not giving free advertising. No, you can pay I us don't know for that. What we're talking about, but but you know, and that was part of my you know my long storied career of being a carny. You know, I got people to come play that game. You know, and we made a shitload of money off of it and, you know, still charged the wrong amount of money, but it was the start of something new, fresh, you know? And you know, my favorite part of it, and as you never, I don't know if I've told you this, but the best part was that day of that event because you were outside, you were running it. Yeah. You were, you were pulling for it. It was your show. It was my deal. And the guy, a couple guys walked in. I think Nate was one of them. John oh yeah, Nick. yeah. Who's a is he, a hot shot? He, back then, he was a hot he, shot he shooter too. He came in with a couple of people, and he goes, "Hey, Max, we're gonna shoot the thing." Well, the thing you gotta be more specific. We shoot a lot of things here. He goes, "You know the the genocide experience. We're gonna we're gonna be a part of the genocide experience." And I just looked at him and go, "You should probably never repeat those words out loud in that well, order." Nobody to nobody else. <laughs> you know, he just he just looked at me, and we started laughing. You know, because there's. That's what that place was. You right. Know, hey, here's something that is unbelievably out of the left field, not politically correct at all. Right. And guess what? Nobody fucking cared. Because no. we all had a like mindset at that place. You know, we were all of the same mindset. You know, stray a little bit here, stray a little bit there. You know, this guy's an asshole. You're an asshole. And other than that, I well, mean. Yeah. We, we all knew, you know, 
Matt could Good. have said it, but he was also included. Oh. But he was oh. surrounded by assholes. Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Guess you didn't know. No, so no. if anybody remembers there, I hope you guys miss us. Uh, we hope it sucks there without us. Well, yeah. Yeah, we kind of do hope that. You know, because we? <laughs> uh, we miss you guys. Seriously. At Genuinely. Day, we, we talk about at least five or six different shooters every day. Pretty, It's pretty close to that. Um, I'll tell you another good story. Um, you know, he's probably not listening wherever he is. I uh, hope he's doing okay. Um Max asks me, uh, I'd say almost once a day, maybe an average of once a day. And he says, you'll never guess who I ran into. And I say, <laughs> every time I say Scott McGregor. And every uh, time it's never Scott McGregor. You know? I, I hope he is doing well. We, we miss him dearly. Uh, he, I've always compared him to uh, Billy Gibbons. Yes. You know, or Keith Richards because he's just one of those guys. He doesn't care who you are or what you're about. And he doesn't even care if he has a good day of shooting. Yeah. He came here to do one thing, and that's shoot. You know, right. if he gets one bird, it is a good goddamn day. Yeah, yeah every day. it's just that energy. When you were gone. You were gone then too. I'd be working Wednesday afternoons, and they came in like clockwork. It was yeah. him. It was Kent. It was Steve. It was uh, uh two or three other uh Dennis. Dennis. Airwood. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, he was different. Uh, no, Dennis. The other Dennis. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dennis, Dennis, Dennis. Uh, Walker. Dennis. I've seen him. I've seen him a couple of times. It was at Slinger Speedway not too long yeah. ago, and uh, just fucking killing it he's yeah. doing great he's in great shape you know and they're trying to trying to figure out oh fuck it's on the tip of my tongue too <laughs> <laughs> oh damn. we hate, we hate that i was <sighs> i was i was talking with somebody about uh the other day i'm like you know the 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 mailman crew yeah i go i know what exactly mailman what crew? and i'm like you know pj and yep. rory and the PJ, guys uh bob and they're like jake you know they were all mailmen and i go no yeah. I, I i i don't remember they were said, they were all like, mailmen except like Jake. He was part of a different like group of people. Yeah. He kind of lorded over the mailman or something like to that effect. Well, and every know. time I have, I see go to a bar, have a Nuclearis beer, I think of Jake. <laughs> Just the uh. the take the glasses, lower them down the nose, look over the glasses at me, and go. Why are you selling that? Why are you selling yeah. that? You know they're very anti-gun. <laughs> You know, and it's just like, and, and I think about it, and I hate to say it, but it definitely sways me from buying it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, well, you know, they're very anti-gun, and at the time at the gun club, you know, we we, we did it because if you don't have spotted cow in the state of Wisconsin. Yeah, you're doing it you're, wrong. You're, you're not a bar. Yeah. You know, there's actually been a few bars that I went to. Um, That one that I did for that job, I went and reviewed the bar. Yep. He had no Miller products. And no spotted cow. And he was in business for like 35 years. Right. Because he's a, doing something different. Just a giant middle finger to everybody. Of, oh, you don't think I can do it without you? Here, let me show you. You know, but every time I see it, I saw it today when we were, we went out to the bar today <laughs> to have some lunch. You know, and there it was. There was spotted cow on tap. Well, everybody has spotted cow on tap. I'm not drinking that one. Exactly. I we even I think I think we drank every other beer except that those four on the left. I think we even gave that guy across the bar enough shit. 
from everything <sighs> that he stopped drinking Spotted Cow, which he liked, and had something else. Yeah, hey, it's, it's, it's trying something new. It's so there nobody. you go, Jake. We know you're not listening, but somebody can tell you. We are making sure that those anti-gun people are not getting their money. That's right. Because despite the fact that like two weeks ago we had one, New Glarus beer, we are telling people they are anti-gun. Right, so, Jake, right. we think of you all the time, buddy. We really do. Uh, Jake shot with my dad not long. Well, obviously long ago, but, you know, he used to shoot with dad over in Northbrook, Illinois. Yeah. You know, and I miss him more than anything because I would have liked to hear – you know, he told me that and then really never really saw him again after that. You yeah. know, I would have liked to know what he was like to other people, you know. Right. Well, you I mean, know. I hope he f- that you followed in his footsteps and he was just a fucking asshole, right? Yeah, I'm definitely a fucking you know? asshole. So, I mean, There's no doubt. I mean, if we're going that route, I mean, I, I hope that I hope you, so you followed directly in his footsteps. I When I think of my dad, I think of, like, Bob Madrow. I think yeah. of, like, Tony DeFrancisco. You know, they're, 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 they're great uh, guys, you know, but there's – and – off, uh, Great, but you're, all those guys, you know what I mean? All the up big, my shooting. all the big money shooters. There's yeah. a way that this should be. It should be this way. Right. If it's not this right. way, there's a fucking problem, yeah. you know. And that and, uh, dude, you and me were the same way. Yeah, they're, they're not wrong. I, they're not wrong those, about that. Those are the guys I miss the most. When you think of it, at the end of the day, when we talk about people that I miss. I miss, you know, the guys that we saw every week that had a problem. Yeah. That, you know, Dan Cupertino. No, that's different. You know, as, as much as I talked to him, Paul Dombeck. <laughs> well, you know, the guys that are just, well, me. you know, you're getting away from the tradition. And I'm like, if I had the control to keep it the way it was, I would own the place. I wouldn't be running it. I don't care about tradition per se. I care about the way, like, you know, if you're going to have mics out, you know, they should all work. They should all work a certain way. If you're going to have, you know, the birds fly, they should all be the certain way and they should all kind of be kept to, you know, standards. You shouldn't change them. You know, I'm all for, you know, we talk about it all the time. Look at NASCAR. They're trying to change just everything they can just to kind of switch it up, to change it up, to yeah. kind of get more people into well, it and say, I mean, hey, gotta, wow, cool. You got to appreciate the people we had there because we had a lot of good people, you know. Uh, Steve Sladen, that's why I'm, I bought the LeBlanc. Yeah. Specifically because when we carried it, that was his beer. He drank it. That's it. He was the only person who drank it there. Um I was talking with somebody the other day about uh, pork, Dale Warren. Oh, yeah. And that's why I sent you that picture of I him. think we're going to use that as the Instagram photo. You know, of just, you know, he was he was always there. And even, even if you did him dirty and did something that didn't work out in his favor, the next week he'd come in and be like, hey, yeah, so I was at the store and I got... You know, I got this free Pittsburgh set of, you know, a four-in-one screwdriver. He goes, so I, I got it for you guys because you guys could always use more tools. Yes. You know, and it's like, that's the guy. I know, can't think of a time when we did, and I don't think we went out of our way to do anybody dirty. Well, but I'm, but I'm saying the, the way it was set up when we were there, it was kind of, we had it set up in a way that the owner did not allow us to 
make anything easy for anybody. And yeah. people like Dale suffered. Yeah, absolutely. And even though it wasn't the ideal situation for him, at the end of the day, he's a great fucking guy. Absolutely. He did whatever he could. The number of times he bailed us out, and I don't even think you know, that he brought pumps to mm-hmm. drain the traps. Yes, he did. Um, he replaced the clips on the patterning board with his own money. Didn't ask for anything about it. He oh, yeah, I went and got some clips. You know, I went over there to pattern, and the clips weren't working great. So I just went and got new ones and changed them out for you. You know, like, that's what that place was to us. You know, the the here's all these people who cared. And even if you didn't care about them, they cared about us. Yeah. And that, you know, at the end of the day, that's what I feel bad about. Yeah. You know, we are not there for those guys. That's why we're doing this podcast for them. We're hoping, we're hoping all of you guys listen so that you know that even though we are gone, we miss you. We appreciate everything you do every day. Honestly, you know, that's definitely, we definitely put all of our passion, pride, blood, sweat, and tears into that place and to... Make that place something that we'd want to go to every single day, you know, and to make it the way that our dads would have wanted to shoot at. And, you know, to have other people come shoot there all the time, you know. Uh, It's, yeah. Yep. I I run into people all the time at my my new job. Just constantly I run into the people from the gun club and they just, they just start right away. Like, I've never left. You know, and you think about that, and yeah, you're, you're sitting you. in public, and you, <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch, what are you doing? Most people take offense. I get a grin on my face because I know exactly where it's coming from. It's actually funny because you you live actually relatively close to this area. I live pretty far down south. I can't tell you how many people I run into down there that yeah. say, Howard, you need to go back there. <laughs> Holy fuck. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, we. You know? uh, it, it's a shame. You know, we we missed it all is. you guys. We had something special. It and just and that's just kind of the way. Oh man, and, and I'm just thinking over and over. Just you run it. How many people I ran into down south that just out of the blue would say, Howard, what the f- what are you doing? You know, you need to be here. You're not yeah. here. Yeah, right. You know, and right. it, uh, I I have people every day. Every day I get told, Hey, why? Why aren't you there? It's not every day for me, but those those moments that it happens for me, they're just like, it, I just, it's just a kick in the nuts, you know? And, it, and we we had to get out for us. Yep. You know, otherwise we were going, we were all going down, we were all going down with the sinking ship. Yeah. No, full on, full on Titanic, everybody. Unfortunately, uh, that's what it was. Uh, we miss you guys. Uh I I've still, uh, one of these days, we're going to drag Nathan out. We're going to make him talk. We know everybody <laughs> loves Nathan. Yeah, uh, fan favorite for sure. You know, despite the fact that he was just nathan Nathan. Yeah, but, yeah that uh, sums it up well. Uh, Howard, I hate to uh, stop this uh, free-for-all that we're going we on. We could go on for but, about uh, six hours. My beer is getting empty, which means it is about that time. Yeah. So we want to thank everybody for uh, listening to us tolerating us yeah we're just uh especially after a day of drinking heavy drinking yeah uh so on behalf of uh myself and howard we want to thank you for listening to max and howard drink beer i 
am still Max. I am still Howard. Cheers, Cheers. Howard. <laughs>